0: Well, I was just telling Laker Tom, I think we need to reenact that ban on Admiral Akbar, our own Jamie Sweet, because he called it once again on the trap game because it's a trap and the Lakers fell into the trap after having such a good first half. They were up by 14 at the break. Things were looking good. And then they decided to go ahead and store away their offense for the rest of the winter and put it on hibernation mode because. Their offense did not come out to play in the second half, but still they had a chance to win the game after LeBron James bucket and had a chance to win it in regulation with a free throw, one free throw. And unfortunately, he missed. And in overtime, the Washington Wizards took over and ultimately won the game in overtime 127 to 124. Bottom mistakes, eight turnovers by LeBron. Just not where we need to see him, even though 31 points, 13 assists, 9 rebounds. He is – just say he's right now looking very fatigued and playing 43 minutes obviously doesn't help the cause, but a lot on his back right now, I know, so I don't want to be too hard on him. Kyle Kuzma, unfortunately only 14 points today, 11 rebounds, great hustle on the boards, but still needed a little bit more offense. KCP – must have heard from Tom because he did actually do pretty good today as far as shooting-wise. Four from eight from three, eight of eight out of 15, 21 points. Montrez Harold, 26 points, 10 out of 17. Good shooting day. That's what he does. That's what you get. But the rest of the team just couldn't get enough offense in that second half. And again, they fall 127-124 in overtime. And here today to talk about his thoughts on the game and falling into the trap. And also as well, some of the things that he's written on Lakerholics.com, some of his proposed trade targets. Because today we'll go ahead and just quickly look at some trade targets. You know what? In the past, I might have been harsh. But you know right now when you lose three in a row, you can't say anything harsh than losing three in a row right now. So it is Laker Tom. And Laker Tom, you got to be disappointed at the lack of effort on offense and lack of execution on offense in that second half.
1: Well, we went through this period in the third quarter where we just couldn't hit a three, 10 in a row that we missed. And uh, and then at the near the end of the game, guys were very hesitant to take their shots. You know, they'd pass the ball, LeBron had hit a guy, he'd be open, he'd hesitate a second and then pass it back to LeBron. And for a team that sort of was trying to tell LeBron that you don't have to do everything that really was our fault, that uh, we didn't do our job. They didn't do their job this time. I tell you what was was most frustrating is I, I knew that free throw wasn't going to go in. And you just could see LeBron was really fatigued at that point in time. What really irritated me to no end was Marc Gasol playing the entire overtime, which I thought was an incredible mistake considering the kind of game that Montrezl Harrell had had so far that you'd put Gasol into that situation. And I mean, he missed a couple of free throws down the stretch. It was just, I'm sorry that the four trades I had didn't include Gasol in every single one of them. I am totally tired of the guy. I'm hoping that we, we end up with DeMarcus Cousins, who I think can add some outside shootings and three-point Shooting some volume, shooting or at least, he'll um, take
0: the shots. At least, he'll take the shots.
1: He hasn't been shooting it well this 4. year. 4.6 shots per game, which would rank second on the Lakers. Okay, we don't have, the only guy we have doing four is LeBron at 6.6 6 and Kuzma at 4.2.
0: Uh, I mean, um, I'll keep but you that at any rate, rate you know, shots.
1: I've had it with Gasol. It's just, you know, it, it, he, he gave up the first two layups in overtime, just simply, just terrible defense and it was one of those games that is so frustrating you could you could see it happening all the way around as for Admiral Akbar, he says every game is a trap game so I I don't even count those things he's like a broken clock that's right twice a day but at any rate uh, you know it's it's just one of 72 games it's another disappointing situation and I think every game that we see happening we have to take a realization that We're going to have to go through the Portland Trailblazers, the Los Angeles Clippers, the Utah Jazz, and the Brooklyn Nets, if we want to repeat this year. And the roster that we have right now is not going to be good enough to do it because they have a big problem with three-point shooting. Um, Dennis Schroeder, a 30% three-point shooter. Anthony Davis, who's shooting close to 32%, I think those aren't going to be the solutions to helping the Lakers solve their three-point shooting woes. You know, I can't believe, I don't understand what Bogle's whole thinking was putting, putting Gasol in this game to try to, and then having him go out and try to be the double on Westbrook or Beal. It just is such a, it's just such an illogical move to do because every time those guys, I mean, they're just going to hunt him out. And want to have their drive against him. And they're going to get to the line at the least, you know. So uh, give Washington credit. They won five in a row. And nobody thought they could uh, pull that out. Um, uh, and uh, the Lakers have lost four of the last five. And, and they missed uh, two
0: chances to go into double overtime. They missed yep. two. Yeah, they had their yep. chance.
1: Uh, you know, we made some good three-point shots near the end. But that whole stretch and that hesitancy that we saw at various critical points by players to let it fly, the lack of confidence, and you know, it's it's just a, it's not fun watching these games as a Lakers fan. The team is not having fun, and we've got two tough games coming up on <laughs> Wednesday and Friday. We could very well, you know, see this losing streak really stretch out, and I don't see anything happening from the coaches to improve the offense, uh, and I don't see anything happening from the front office, although they really can't trade now at this point in time. Most of the players that they want to trade for or players that they want to include in the trade can't be can't be moved until March 2nd or 90 days after when they were signed in, in offseason um, or acquired in the offseason. So we'll just have to see what happens. The good thing is that, you know, if you find yourself now hoping that, we won't have fans in the stands for the playoffs and there won't be a home court advantage because it doesn't look like the Lakers are going to have the home court advantage, at least not in the conference finals and the NBA finals. And they could not very well, if, if we meet the Clippers in the second round, we might not have the home court advantage in, in the second round. So it's a, it's a tough loss. It's a very discouraging loss. I'm angry at the coaching staff for not playing Harrell in the overtime. And uh, you know i I'm not gonna blame this game on LeBron James. Uh, that was just one free throw, and the guy uh, well, eight turnovers. A hard game the
0: whole game. eight turnovers eight
1: turnovers Eight turnovers <laughs> yep each, each one of these games were you know those three turn those three overtime games in a row, for example, really were a big contributor to the fatigue that this team is feeling. and we don't have the shooters to get out of that situation because there's nobody on this team who you really can count on to go out there and nail five or six straight threes and, and pull it off. You know, you knew that at some point in time, Bertans was going to get hot. And, and he made his last two threes and both of them were clutch threes. They had several guys make clutch threes. And so, even though we won the three-point battle, we gave up a huge number of points in the paint. Usually by shoddy defense at various points in times. And just letting everything sort of fall apart when we couldn't hit our shots, it is a game. It is a game of streaks, and it's a game of momentum. Um, and when you miss ten straight threes, you hope that the team would just clutch down on defense and really try to hold the stem the tide at that point in time. But even then, we weren't we weren't stopping them. They were getting layup after layup at that point in time. Disappointing game. Flush it down. And let's see what we can do Wednesday and Friday. Hope to get Dennis Schroeder back.
0: Well, you won't get him back until Friday at the earliest. And yeah. then Wednesday is a big one because we're heading into Utah to right. make everything worse. But you know what? Let's look on the bright side. The Lakers have a much better record on the road than at home, which is usually <laughs> hey, not the maybe way it's Utah's turn
1: for a trap game.
0: We'll see. We'll see how that works. But yes, it is going to be a game on Wednesday. So we'll go ahead and be back here for it. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. People are just losing their minds trying to consume Marvel products right now. And I don't blame them. This is some of the
1: best entertainment you can get on TV and big screen right now. If something's going to be successful or not, they look at the mentions, they look at the likes, they look at the retweets and the tweets and the subtweets and the tweet tweets. And they look at all of that to say, okay, this is actually going to garner a lot of attention.
0: Is it going to be enough though? I think the fish out of water syndrome might be enough for somebody like us because it's going to be hilarious to watch two stoner kids we saw barely make it through high school
1: now live in a society that they fully don't understand
0: because they've been stuck in a decade and never came out of it. Facebook stars, not ninja stars, okay? I know how some people take things literally. So don't throw ninja stars at us, but like the Facebook stars, click on those. That's what we want. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Before we leave, we want to go ahead and... Just really talk quick quick about an article that you had on Lakerholics.com. Normally, in good times, I would be roasting some of these picks. But right now, you know what? The Lakers need all help you get. So I'm not going to argue with too many of them. I can't really go and say too much about it. Although your fascination with Lonzo Ball continues because the number one trade on your list is for Lonzo Ball and J.J. Reddick. And I will say this, if you actually went to Laker Tom's house and you look to the right where off camera, he probably has like a life-size poster of Lonzo Ball (laughs) because he is his biggest fan. And he's probably got on the left of him like a rack full of BBBs. Actually, that's probably a collector's item right now, so you may want to keep on get to those. But, yes, yeah, so the BBB shoes, he's got that whole thing, and the gear, too. He's got the gear as well, you know, the, the warm-up gear. I've and all never that. bought
1: a single thing from BBB.
0: Okay. But okay, I am well, a
1: Lonzo Ball fan.
0: Yeah, that you are. Unabashed, per se, but...
1: No, you know, I mean, what it comes down to is that the Lakers, the Lakers take 30 and make 10 threes a game. They allow 30 shots and 10 threes a game that works out to a three point differential of pretty much zero and actually it's it's minus two points a game. The best defensive team, you know, makes allows 28 threes to be taken in a game and makes like a lot, it makes like nine threes so there's not enough, if you want to have a positive differential with three point shooting. You're not going to do it defensively because the Lakers are on top five defensive teams and against three-pointers already. The problem is that the Lakers are 26th, 27th in offense in making three-point shots and in, in scoring three-point shots. Their percentages, is we, at least before this game, was 20th, but their actual number of threes that they take and the number of threes that they make is 26th or 27th. So the only area you really have to improve is to shoot more threes. Uh, and in fact, you're not even going to get much gain by hitting a few more threes because you really have got to take a higher volume of threes. And the problem is the Lakers, other than LeBron, the Lakers do not have anybody who is in the top 90 three-point shooters in volume in the league. And it's a major, it's a major problem that the team has. So the four trades I I put out there were basically focused on bringing in guys who shoot seven or eight threes a game and shoot them at a good percentage. And almost all of the trades basically are designed to take care of the negative three point differential we have and get a lot more open shots. The formula for winning with LeBron James has always been surrounding him with high percentage, high volume three point shooters exactly what we have not done, you know, it, and and it's, it's been a real problem this year. Um, we won the championship last year. I don't think the team, I don't think the front office feels very confident that we're going to have it, win it again this year. I think like most trades that are proposed by bloggers like us, uh, like myself, generally don't have very much chance of happening. And most trades that the Lakers have done in, in the last couple of years with Rob Palenka are sort of surprise trades where, There's no rumors running around. The Lakers keep it pretty close to the vest. Um, But there's some things that they can do, you know, and I think that one of the first thing is that you have to sign Boogie Cousins. Despite his lack of defense, he has size, and we need size at the center position right now. And Marc Gasol is not that answer. Cousins at least takes 4.23s a game, makes 35% of them, is not afraid to fire away from deep, and we need that to stretch the floor because Marc Gasol doesn't stretch the floor. Nobody's afraid of him shooting threes. He doesn't threaten them to shoot threes. He only, he do, doesn't even make, he makes 0.8 per game. So he's not really, he has no gravity as a three-point shooter. So the first thing you need to do is to put somebody out there who does have gravity for it. And that's and that's probably Boogie. He's our best shot at, at getting somebody at the center position who's a true stretch stretch five. And then I think that you have to you have to take a hard look. I'm totally against giving Dennis Schroeder an extension at this point in time. You can't win in this league with a 30% three-point shooter and a guy like Caldwell Polk, who's who's been totally uh, inconsistent this year. Um, he's shot well the last couple of games, but he's gone through a streak that that's lasted 15 games where he's really shooting under 30 percent. You have a starting backcourt that basically cannot shoot their way out of a game. And they're not going to win you a game that way. And that's not the way that you have to win with LeBron James. You've got to get some three-point shooters in there. So Lonzo Ball and and, uh, and uh, J.J. Redick, for example, would add like six points a game to the Lakers' offense, just and simply, and, and, and totally in a reversal of their three-point shooting. The other trades were for other guys that would do the same thing. Kyle Lowry shoots nine threes a game. Trading for him would be another good move. Trading for uh, Malik Beasley from the Timberwolves, he shoots eight threes a game. Um, Or Devontae Graham from from the Hornets, who's sort of been replaced now by by Mellow Ball, he shoots 8.13s also a game. So you've got guys that are among the top, 25 three-point shooters volume-wise and shoot a high percentage. You need somebody like that. We need one or two players like that, plus Boogie Cousins, to change the entire approach that we have to the game because we're losing the three-point battle against all of the big teams, the top teams in the league, Without exce- the only exceptions are the Lakers and the 76ers. They're the only teams in the top. The Lakers. The Lakers and the 76ers are the only two teams among the top seven ranked teams as far as win-loss goes that have negative okay. three-point per shooting percentages. Thank you for clarifying. Every, I wasn't... Every, other, every other one of those teams is in the top seven, top five of their three-point shooting. Utah makes, makes around nine points a game more than anybody else. Um, the Clippers, six or seven points more than anybody else. And you just go down the line and you look at the teams that are in there, the, the, the uh, Blazers, for example, have two guys in McCollum who's out right now, and in Dame who shoot 11 threes a game. But Gary Trent Jr. makes up for that. He makes up for it, but you still, you, you still end up with you're going to every one of these teams that we're going to face. The Rockets, I mean, the Blazers, the Clippers, the Jazz, and the Nets are among the top five teams in three point differential. We're going to face those four teams in a row in the playoffs. And the net result is that we're going to lose the three-point battle against every one of those teams. Now, the chances of us going through those four teams, through a gauntlet of those four teams, with our three-point shooting roster right now, is very low. We're not going to win every one of those series. For one thing, all it takes is some guys getting hot and you lose a few games. When you're playing against a team that really relies upon and shoots 40 to 50 threes a game, when we shoot 30 of them a game, that's the big differential. You can't, it's a game of math. And the math basically is deadly against us. So we need to improve our roster's ability to shoot threes. We need to shoot more threes. We did at least a fair job today. We shot 44 threes, uh, we shot 45 yesterday. Our high for the season is 45. And the reason we're shooting 45 and 44 is because teams are packing it in and preventing LeBron from getting to the basket, making it very hard for him. And so he's finding the open man, and unfortunately, the guys that he's finding can't sink the shots that they need to sink.
0: Well, right now, again, if you want to take a look at LakerHolics.com, you'll see his thoughts on his four top trade targets right now. That's uh, Right now, we have Lonzo Ball, J.J. Redick at number one. Kyle Lowry and Aaron Baines at number two Devonte Graham at number three Malik Beasley at number four I think we could do better but we'll have to wait and see uh, we'll have to see if that something that that Rob Palenka is, is maybe taking some notes at Lakerholics.com I think you know you could poke holes in all of it but again he's you know Laker Tom is right when he thinks that uh We need a little bit more efficient three-point shooting and a little bit more as far as a commitment on that. So we'll see what happens. Kind of think that maybe the Devontae Graham trade out of all of them I think might be the one that makes the most sense for the team. But we'll see what happens. Malik Beasley, he's going to be too uh, pricey. I think it's just he's going to be – they're going to ask for too much for somebody that's averaging 20 points a game right now. I just don't think that the Lakers will will, uh, like the price tag on that. I think they'll ask for at least a first rounder, if not more, if, you know, in trading Malik Beasley. So Ball and Reddick, you never know. I mean, David Griffin could do business with the Lakers once again. So we'll see on that one.
1: The guys that are on the, if you look yeah, at the... Yeah, I, I
0: know they're trying to move, but the, I know they're
1: trying to Devontae move them, Graham but, and Ball and Redick are three players that basically are on the trade market right now.
0: Yeah. But Kyle Lowry and Aaron Baines, I know that, that Toronto wants to get rid of Aaron Baines badly as far as a bad right. signing is concerned. So... We would get that baggage, and we would
1: hope for. And, and they've they've also talked at various times. Uh, they're doing better now since the team has been, has won several. I think they've won seven out of ten games. But earlier in the season, there was a lot of talk about Lowry being moved, and and primarily because the last two playoffs, he hasn't played extremely well. Uh-huh. He's had a good regular, great regular season this year, and a good regular season last year. But the last two times in the playoffs, he's really shot poorly. So most of these, you know, and Beasley, you're in a team that, that basically is going nowhere. So the question is, what can you give them? And and both of those trades for Devontae Graham and, uh, and Beasley. I think the big piece that I'm offering in both of those trades is Taylor Horton Tucker, who's, who's, who's a really very coveted player by a lot of people, because at 20 years old, he's, he's shown great skills. I've become... Of the opinion right now just because of the three-point shooting problems that even though i think he's going to eventually be a good three-point shooter because he's a close to 90 percent free throw shooter he's not a three three-point shooter that's going to impact us at this point in time because his first look every single time he's got the ball is to attack the rim and 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 that's this is why i've changed my opinions on on boogie cousins i've changed my opinions on dennis shooter i've changed my opinions on taylor norton tucker because I feel very strongly that this team needs three point shooting, and, you, and and
0: you, and and you, you sure, need volume.
1: You need volume three point shooters. You don't need you don't need to just shoot a little bit better. A little bit better is not going to solve the problem if you're taking the same number of threes as you're allowing. You need to make more threes than you allow, and there's not any room for us to get much better as far as reducing the number of threes we allow.
0: And you that sure have you changed, shoot more of them. And you sure have changed your mind on Marcus All. And thank you for coming to the dark side because we all <laughs> outside of you just well trash I've been hoping that, that I've been
1: hoping that Mark would start shooting and and become more aggressive but there's some guys whose genes aren't made to shoot first. They're pass first guys no matter what the situation is and that's Marcus all.
0: Well again his get up and go has gone up and went so it's yeah. clear to say that and uh, we all saw it, but you had hope, and and that's one I think that you're finally coming around on. And thank goodness for that. Bowie Cousins, at this point in time, he's still trying to round out into shape, and and we don't know how much he has left after that those terrible injuries back to back. Again, he still got enough
1: left to shoot 35. Yeah. percent Oh, he loves three
0: shooting. Three. Yeah. Don't ask him to shoot. A, don't ask him to shoot a three pointer because he'll shoot three pointers. That's all he did. If that's what we need.
1: I mean, that's what you know. It just, I tell you, it frustrates the. It frustrates me to no end, the people who constantly say our problem is, including yourself at times, that our problem is our three-point defense. Our three-point defense is in the top five in the league in every single category that you can look for. Our three-point offense is bottom five in the league in every category you can look at. That's the problem. We just do not shoot enough threes. We even, mad if not... shot, even if they shot at the league... Average of thirty-seven percent. It's still a problem that we don't take enough threes because the teams that we're going up against in the in the in the playoffs are all teams that are taking ten more threes than we take a game. Well,
0: there is still a problem with the three-point defense because of who you allow it to. Letting Bertans get in that late of the situation, allowing him to shoot those three pointers, that is something that again comes down to proper coaching. So, I disagree with you slightly on that because, again, I still think there's an issue on who you allow those three pointers to. Yeah, of course, their three point percentage overall, as far as what they defend, is good. But again, it's all about who and when you go ahead and allow those three pointers. I think there's still. The problem, still bad, judge,
1: the, the problem wasn't the three pointers that Batran shot tonight. The problem were the three pointers that we didn't make.
0: Uh, it's a little bit of both, obviously, when you let them come back from back that far back as they were. they only made
1: nine three-pointers. We made 15.
0: Uh, Again, it's... We have an
1: 18-point advantage in the three-point contest.
0: Again, I'm not going to argue with you because, you know, it's just something that, again, as to who you and when you shoot it, when you allow them to shoot it with Bertance, make him drive every single time. It's pretty easy to go ahead and defend him if that's the case and you're making him do that. But it's still, the Lakers had a chance to tie the game. They had a chance to win the game. And just like what happened on Saturday, again, just not able to execute in that last minute to where we need it to happen. And LeBron looks tired. He looks very tired. He'd very tired. sloppy work. Eight turnovers today again. But he's doing a lot. He's being asked to do a lot. And at some point, you're just going to have to go ahead and give him a day off and just chalk it up as another L, I think, at this point. So we'll see what happens. But it is the Lakers, again, losing in overtime, 127-124. If you have any questions for Laker Tom or you want to go ahead and check out his full article on his potential trade targets. And again, at this point in time, we're looking to see if we can get any kind of new blood at all. So we'll see what happens there. And if we do actually get DeMarcus Cousins as well. But again, if you have any thoughts on what Laker Tom is doing, you can go ahead and check out on his medium.com site and also Lakerholics.com. Or give him a shout out on Twitter at Laker Tom. We're at Lakers fast break. We're also LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. I also went ahead and today dropped another awesome podcast, The Pop Culture Cosmos, where we talk about WandaVision, Blizzard, and also Constantine on HBO Max. Well, Tom, we'll see what we can do. You know what? This is lining itself up for a major upset on Wednesday. Let's go ahead and say there. Admiral Akbar. if you're out there, Jamie, go ahead so you won't get banned. Tell you what call the trap game for the jazz and hopefully that will allow the lakers to win who play better on the road than at home so we'll see what happens wednesday in utah and we'll be here right after the game to talk about it and if you have any thoughts once again at lakers fast break or at laker tom on twitter go ahead give us a shout out and please if you want to go ahead and check out all what we do lakerholics.com we'll be back on wednesday right after the game against utah right here at the lakers fast break podcast